Hi, everyone, and welcome back for Episode 7 of Take It or Leave It. I'm Josh Seidman, and I'm so pleased to once again be joined by my wonderful co-host, Meg Pote. Meg, I think we've finally turned the corner towards spring. Birds are chirping outside my window, baseball is right around the corner, and college basketball fans across the country are in the middle of what is undoubtedly their favorite time of the year, March Madness. Yes, definitely. I mean, the weather is amazing here in Chicago, though I'm sure it could probably snow this weekend. You never really know in March. Um, but I am <laughs> but I am really excited for March Madness. I got my picks in at the last minute this morning, actually. And we always laugh in our house because every year my dad, who's retired, he sets up the pool for our family, and then he incessantly texts and emails everybody until we get our picks in because he doesn't have a whole lot else going on. Um, so, anyhow, it's something, <laughs> something that we look forward to every year, and, and including the heckling between family members and everything. Such a fun time for oh, basketball great. fans and people who don't even really watch basketball. It's, it's fun to get into the brackets. Meg, that's great. It's uh, my son actually helped me pick some of my teams this time around, and it's so funny that you have a family bracket. I've been doing a bracket with some of my high school friends for going on a couple of decades now, so it really is unbelievable. It's good to see the tradition staying alive. I really hope my bracket doesn't get busted early this year, but it seems like it's inevitable that uh, just you know, a couple of days, it's going to be all blown up. Thankfully, with the baseball lockout behind us and spring training underway there's still a lot to look forward to heading into the spring. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. And and in addition to some of the excitement going on with March Madness and all the sports, I'm really excited for what we have going on in our podcast related to our PTO topic and, and everything we've been covering over the last few months, including the two-part mini-series that we just ended regarding unlimited paid time off programs. You know, first we talked about internationally and then in the U.S., sort of how those programs work. And both episodes I found were so interesting and gave, you know, business owners and employers a really practical and and legal perspective on what they should be thinking about when dealing with unlimited PTO. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, Exactly. And and so many considerations to think through when you're setting up a time off and, and leave of absence program. Unlimited PTO is one option, and as we learned, it has its own bag of best practices, complexities, and whatnot. But plenty of other companies don't uh, have an unlimited PTO setup, right? They instead offer a more traditional paid time off that accrues or is provided in a grant to employees. And that time off can be either split into multiple buckets, vacation, sick time, personal time, what have you, or combined into a single PTO bucket. No matter what setup a business is following, for its paid time off benefits, it is quite common for businesses to view their time off program as an important part of their company's culture. Absolutely. You know, paid time off not only is an important benefit for, you know, a number of reasons, but it it really can also reflect a company's culture and impact things like employee satisfaction, worker retention, competitiveness within the industry, and especially with such a hot labor market right now, I think a lot of companies are are really looking at PTO and and other types of benefits in in terms of how they can attract talent and keep talent. So, you know, with so many moving pieces in the topic of PTO that we've been covering over our last couple of episodes, we're really excited to bring in our guest for today's episode, Rob Whalen, to tell us a little bit about his company, PTO Exchange, and how its products are affecting the paid time off landscape. Oh, completely agree. We are so thrilled to have Rob joining us for today's episode. Rob is the co-founder and CEO of Seattle, Washington-based PTO Exchange, the first benefits platform that allows employees to self-direct the value of their unused paid time off for other needs and causes. 
He is a serial entrepreneur that has over 25 years selling and developing software and hardware products and has a BA in accounting from Seattle University. When building the company, Rob and his co-founder, Todd Lucas, found their mission was to enable flexibility into those benefits that employees earned but could not utilize. They also discovered that by enabling this capability and accountability, PTO Exchange created equity and inclusion for workers to be compensated for their accrued productivity, creating a better benefit. PTO Exchange officially launched in 2017 at the HR Tech Conference and quickly redefined the category in the HR space. The company was featured in top media outlets like Bloomberg and the Washington Post, was selected as a, quote, cool vendor of the year, end quote, by Gartner in 2017, and was awarded awesome new technologies at the Health and Benefits Leadership Conference in 2018. Welcome, Rob. Thank you so much for joining us today. Austin, Meg, thank you so much for having me today. And hey, uh, agree regarding the March Madness stuff. Our office has got the brackets going. We got the TVs going, the games flying. And uh, I I warned everyone today that uh, there'll be tears today because brackets will get broken. It's inevitable. So there you go. Uh, but uh, great, great. <laughs> yeah. exactly the way it's, it's a great time of year. It. <laughs> it is, uh, it's one of our favorite times of year. Exactly, exactly. And speaking of sports, and and you're based in Seattle, right? It's it's been a couple of uh, weeks since the Russell Wilson trade. How are you holding up? Oh well, you know, uh, I'm fairly opinionated about Russell, so I'll just state it. Russell's an awesome quarterback. I always thought he was a little too short, and I thought it was time for him to do something different. So I'm actually really excited what we're doing at the Seahawks level and using those dollars to bring in uh, someone a little bit over six foot to see over the line. You know, that's just my opinion. Everyone's got their own, but yeah, I'm, it, I'm kind of excited. <laughs> <laughs> that, that is great. And and silver lining too, right? You guys, the Seahawks at least aren't in the NFC South. So no direct Tom yep. Brady feelings this season again, you know, another Big quarterback news the last few weeks. My goodness. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, no. <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. Sports are a lot of fun to be a part of and to watch and just kind of the mayhem. So, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Well, listen, football and sports aside, you know, why don't we get things going here uh, with you just telling us a little bit about your company, PTO Exchange, you know, why you started it, what its main purpose and, and, and function is. Yeah. Yeah. So the company was founded in my dining room after I had an entrepreneur's dinner with a bunch of friends and uh, really just to discuss big ideas, I started to do the math around it. And this is, this is in the early, early days and uh, started to look at just how big the problem was and um, reached out to the travel association, started a relationship with them. And this is right as they were just starting to look into it as well. They started a product called something called Project Time Off and started to analyze the numbers. We, we looked at this and said, well, there's a real big problem here, right? And then we looked at uh, developing the product. I reached out to some CHROs to see if there was a product market fit. And lo and behold, we saw a big product market fit there, but we also saw some issues, right? We saw the benefits of reducing liability. But what we didn't really know was just how much companies actually budget for this lost PTO on their finances. I thought it was just amazing. So we really saw this as, hey, how do you take this and and allow employees to utilize it in a way that benefits them? And then obviously, as you're unfolding an idea, you look at the, and this is down your neck of the woods, right? Just the regulatory environment that this benefit sits in. And so we looked at that and we started to look at how how would we uh, get around some of the regulatory and keep our customers compliant? And so 
that's really how the company started and built the application and took it to market and launched it in 2017. And it's been growing ever since. And over this last period of the pandemic, we've certainly grown with everyone not being able to take that vacation and that paid time off accrual growing on the books. You know, we saw PTO down 34%, which means that liability is growing on the books of corporations, right? And so there's a real need to reduce that liability on the books of companies. And so that's really uh, how the company was founded and a little overview on, on where we're at. And we just allow people to self-direct it for what we call good services and experiences. Yeah, that, that's incredible. We, we love to hear about good ideas that arise out of a, a dinner or in your, in your dining room. Can you tell us a little bit about PTO Exchange's software and at, at a high level how it works? I'm sure you could spend a whole episode getting into the details, but it'd be awesome to hear about how it yeah. works at a high level. Yeah, so from a high level, what we do is we allow employees to, again, take some of their time, the unused portion of their time, and self-direct it. Now, we sell this to the employer. So the employer has the ability to decide what plans, we call them plans, and that is what plans the employees can can self-direct to. So retirement, so 401k, right? So the ability to take some of your time and direct it to your 401k. So we allow the employer to set the policies, and then we integrate directly to the payroll system. And we're the system of transaction, not the system of record, and allow those employees to direct that time in a way that benefits them instead of just taking the time off. That's great. And, and Rob, you mentioned um, that 401ks, you know, using the unused vacation time, paid time off, for 401k contributions is one sort of angle, one opportunity for that unused bucket. What are some of the other options for employees to exchange their, their unused time in terms of what the software allows? Yeah, so the, uh, so the software allows you to do a number of things, um, and I'll just kind of list them off. And, and these are all plans. So it allows you to take some of your time and share it with another coworker, okay? And again, understanding the compliance around this is very important um, because there's different doctrines that guide this. But you can take your time and share it with another coworker in need. You could take some of your time and give it to 1.7 million nonprofits. We integrate directly to the IRS's database of 501c3s. You can also take your time, and we call these the financial well-being pieces, and allow an employee to cash out for an emergency. Okay, so maybe an employee instead of accessing their 401k will access some of their PTO for that emergency. You can take some of your time, put it into 401k, your HSA, emergency savings, things like this, and the 529. And then the other piece is we have the ability to take some of your time and buy air travel so you can go on a vacation that you may not have been able to afford. So with, with all of those great offerings, does a company need to offer sort of all of those exchange options to its employees? Or is there some, you know, customization aspect where, you know, a, an employer could pick, you know, one or two of those things to offer to their employees for cash out options or exchange options? Yeah, yeah no, no, this is all, it's all customizable. So we do have some customers that have all the plans turned on, right? So that, that does happen. But most of our customers Again, they're trying to match what they're providing their employees with their culture, right? And so some companies just turn on what we call our social well-being, which is, you know, the giving to nonprofits and sharing employees. And so they just have those turned on, right? And then some have, okay, we're going to have the social well-being, and then we're going to allow people to 
packed out maybe once a quarter a certain amount of time. And so they'll turn on and off some plans as well throughout the year. But we always look at it as let's integrate all the plans. So when we do an integration with our customers, we integrate all the plans so that they can just turn them on and off from our admin inside of our platform. Okay. But yeah, we we look at this as we're going to start where the need is, allow our employer to deliver the solution. And then over time, they can add more value to their employees as needed. That's great, Rob. And the customization, I'm sure, is something that clients find really valuable, especially that they can do it throughout the course of the year, not just at a set time, you know, at year end or, or something like that. Let me ask, Rob, along those same lines, what are some of the, the benefits from the employer perspective you know, for the companies that are signing up for the software and to utilize this tool? What are some of the benefits that you sort of see these companies having from taking on this software and, and applying it to their workforces? Yeah, I'll give you a couple of stories. One, and this is around kind of the social well-being piece. I'll give you one around the financial well-being piece too. One of our first customers down in Florida, when a hurricane hit, they had travel sharing and giving turned on. And obviously it affected a lot of their employees. And this is a employer that has about 200 employees. And obviously there was a lot of employees that needed more time off, right? And so the CEO, because they're they're all on the same PTO. He has a lot more PTO at a different value. He shared three weeks of his time into the sharing pool, and it was able to help a tremendous amount of the people that are rank and file because they are at a different wage. He came up to me three months later, and he said, I did not know how your software platform was going to help me develop a culture that now these people heard that I did this. And they are like, they think I'm the best CEO and it just really built my brand inside. And they're going to, they know I'm in the foxhole with them, right? They know I'm the same as them and I'm willing to give up my PTO to help them out, right? And that was very personal and it really helped him define his culture within the company. Another one was we had a company where the CEO has, you know, they give to a certain nonprofit to help children that have needs that may need transportation needs, right? And so he called us up, the the HR director called us up on a Friday and said, hey, we want to try and raise this money to buy this little girl a van whose family can't afford a van. And can you turn this on? We turned it on and on Monday, they opened up our giving platform and by Tuesday night, they had raised $45,000 for that child and to buy her van, right? So you just look at these examples and those are examples of kind of this social well-being and building a culture of inclusivity, right? You talk about inclusivity and, and things like that, really important. But we also see, you know, employees that are in need, like they don't have $400 in their savings account and all of a sudden their car breaks down and they need to be able to access, instead of going to their 401k or going to a payday loan, they can utilize some of that accrued productivity that's sitting on the books already there to bridge them through that transition and through those life moments. And that's really where you talk about starting a company. And that's really where I think, okay, now now I'm doing something really cool, right? When you see those moments that you're providing or you're helping deliver, you just have to step back and say, hey, this actually is pretty neat, right? You're actually doing something uh, meaningful. Anyhow, so those are just a few examples. 
Yeah, that's really incredible. And and I'm sure adds a lot of value for, for companies who are looking to meet those culture inclusivity goals and, and further their corporate purposes. So in terms of, I, I've got to ask you, how do employees, you know, they have all these wonderful options that they could use or exchange their PTO with. How do they interact with the software or, you know, sort of from a logistics standpoint, how do they select these options and, and how is it carried out? Yeah, obviously, once we integrate to the payroll system and the HRIS system, we look at how do we want the employees to, how do you want to integrate this into your employee's life, right? Usually, a corporation or a company has a few ways that those employees go to get their benefits, look for benefits, take time off, things like that. And we can do it in a, in a number of ways. Usually, we do a single sign-on. So if you're coming into your normal at Ben admin platform, and you sign on into that, it'll sign right into our solution, okay? And we can just be an icon with Alight Solutions. We are a little icon inside their Ben Admin. But we've also done an integration into Workday to where we're right inside of the absence management. So when someone's going in there to take time off, they can see that they could actually exchange some of their time as well, okay? Again, single sign-on in. We have a relationship with Okta. A lot of mid-tier companies use Okta kind of as their single sign-on and application entrance. So a number of different ways how our users get and log in. Once they log in, again, we are integrated to the HRIS system, so we're bringing in those hours that they have available. We're running it through a policy engine that the employer develops with us, meaning that we don't want employees just to spend all their PTO, right? That's not the intent. The intent is to spend some of the unused PTO that you're not going to utilize and or to have that PTO value there available for those moments in life that you need to bridge over. So we will show the employee that they have 100 hours, but they can only spend 20 hours, what that value is. And then they have, you know, the plans that we have lit up for them that the employer allows them to utilize. The integration, you know, Rob, with the different payroll and HRIS systems is such a fascinating and obviously important part of the whole setup here. It's, it's really great to, I think, hear about the diversity uh, of the different options that, you know, if an employer has system X, Y, or Z, that there is a, an option for them for a, you know, an integration that workers can use sort of seamlessly with what they're already used to. Uh, it's really, really, really good to hear. A question for you, you know, in terms of this overall paid time off, paid leave topic. You know, there are patchworks of state and local leave laws all over the country. You know, sick leave laws come to mind, a few dozen of them scattered around different states, localities. Washington State has one. Seattle has one. How does the PTO exchange software sort of account for these state and local time off mandates in terms of setting caps and other conditions that may or may not apply to a company's or a set of, you know, a company's set of paid time off? Yeah. I mean, Josh, I, mean, I guess you know, right? PTO is, is, a, is a unique benefit, right? There's a lot of regulatory environment. And that's one of the things that we spent, you know, before launching in 2017, we spent a lot of time learning, understanding, talking to attorneys like yourself, and making sure that our customers are compliant. We look at all the sick leave, right? And if their sick is part of their PTO bank, then we actually look at that and we make sure that we are protecting those hours necessary for that sick leave law, okay? And most of the sick leave laws are about the same, right? They, they usually start in California, and then they usually start ping-ponging across the state. So we're, we're very well-versed in speaking to our company's attorneys 
and their uh, labor attorneys and designing the benefit to include and make sure we're covering all those unique laws within the cities, the states, the counties, and then even the federal, right? To make sure that they're compliant. Because that's one of the things that we bring as a company. We just understand this space very, very well and, and around the legalities of it and the compliance of it. You just can't cash out PTO. That's not how we do this. I wish that was the case. It's not the case. If you do that, you will be running afoul of some certain laws and you don't want that. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. It can be a complicated space to navigate. So the fact that you've set up a, a system that, that can do that is quite incredible. So if, if a business doesn't want to offer PTO or vacation to all of its employees, do you have a way to set the software up so it's only accessible to certain groups of employees or, or anything like that? You bet. Yep. So being that we're hooked into the HRIS system and the demographic file, we have the profile of the users. We can you know, allow different user groups to have different plans. So in our system, we have customers that say, hey, the executives cannot take their PTO and put it into their 401k, but the rank and file of the company can. This actually helps your testing because you now give your rank and file another way to invest in 401k to increase the testing line on that. So yes, we have that capability. You know, we have some companies that say, hey, our executives are unlimited, our rank and file are not. You know, in that case, obviously, the, the executives would not. Uh, do that. So yes, you can profile different user groups for different plans as well. Okay. And different policies. Great. Great. Again, more, more customization um, that I'm sure companies find super valuable when, when they're weighing, you know, integrating these, these programs within their own system. Yep. Rob, one, one question that, that came to mind is in terms of where the PTO exchange software is offered, do you all offer the software? Is it limited domestically to U.S.-based companies? Are there any uh, offerings to international companies as well? I know leave laws get complicated when we when we leave the U.S. boundaries. So any, anything uh, about that that you guys have thought through yet? Yeah. So obviously the leave laws are what guide us, right? And so right now we're focused on the USA. We know that this platform could be utilized in Australia, India, and Canada, and Mexico, right? But understanding those leave laws and understanding that when you sign a customer, it's your responsibility to guide them around those laws. We're just getting into some of those countries and understanding it so we can, you know, make sure those companies are in compliance with the laws in their country and in their province, things like that, right? Go to Canada and different provinces have different laws as well. So very much similar to the state. It's just not something you just go off and do, right? We take it very seriously because of these laws. But we are looking at expanding to Australia and India fairly quickly because they're very similar to us. Yeah, so it sounds like such an, an amazing product. So if, if one of our listeners is interested in learning more about PTO Exchange and whether it makes sense for their organization, what are their next steps? Yeah, certainly reach out to us at ptoexchange.com. You can download information there. You can download our product sheets. There's just a lot of information to educate you on what we're doing. Because it's not, like I said, it's not just like, hey, let's cash this out. That's not necessarily <laughs> what you want to do. So reach out to us on PTO Exchange. We can set up a demo, an introductory meeting, have a conversation of what your culture is, what your desired outcome for your PTO is, what you're trying to achieve. Are you trying to retain and attract employees? Are you trying to reduce liability? What are your goals? And then we can set up and we can actually do an analysis 
and uh, both from a, an employee to a financial impact for you. Fantastic. Rob, everything sounds so interesting, uh, such a unique space that PTO Exchange has, has carved out for itself in the HR world. Really, thank you for sharing all of your insights and, and what your company is doing with us and our listeners. Thank Amazing. you so much. You know, thank you. And, uh, you know, at the end of this, hopefully your bracket doesn't get busted today, but I think it will. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but it it seems inevitable at some point. (laughs) All right. And thank you. uh, Thank you again, Rob. and, And thank you to everyone for tuning in for this episode of Take It or Leave It. See you next time.